Hello and welcome. I'm Regina, your host and mindset coach. This is the Moms Who Achieve podcast, where we discuss motherhood, mindset, money, and everything in between to equip first-generation changemakers with the tools they need to create the lives they want and deserve by managing their minds and taking massive action. I am super ecstatic that you're here, and I'm hopeful that with an open mind, you'll leave with exactly what you came for. Let's go. Hey, y'all. I hope it's been a fun week for you so far. I hope that things are going well for you. Today is going to be a super fun episode because I get to talk about what I am asked over and over again, and I never get tired of answering. Oftentimes, though, I only have about 30 seconds at best to explain this answer. So I thought I'd make an episode, and that way those who are really interested can come back to this episode and I can share that with them and they can get a more in-depth explanation of this super important question. And that is, what the hell is a life coach? And it's a total normal question. I asked it actually over and over again when I was first considering how I wanted to help people. But even before then, I have done therapy for years and have always looked to get some type of mental help for myself. And so coaching came to me some years ago. And when it did, I had no idea what it was. So super normal question. And we're going to talk about that today. So of course, I went to our friend Google and asked, what is life coaching? And the answer I actually can agree with. Someone who counsels and encourages clients through personal or career challenges. Like if I had to come up with one sentence, mm, That'd be fine. So we're going to go with that for now for the overall answer of, hey, what is a life coach? And then we'll talk a little bit more in detail. Um, Some other things that came up, a life coach helps guide clients to reach their ultimate goals, which I agree with as well. So we are professionals that help our clients in many different areas. Some of us niche down and we have specific areas that we work on. We have specific people that we work on. But ultimately, we're going to help you reach the goals that you have, overcome some obstacles. And, you know, everyone is different. So the goals and the way the coaching is going to be set up will probably look a little different depending on the person because the coach is a singular person, the client is a singular person, and we're all different in all different kinds of ways. So this is just a general synopsis of what it is. And I'm going to talk about a few different things, like the different types of coaches you can have. Um, why would you need a coach? And then the differences between coaching and consultants and therapy. So let's get it. And if you decide, hey, I want a coach, where are they? I'm going to talk about how I coach my clients and give you a little bit of insight of what to look for when you are deciding to hire a coach. So let's get started. All right, first, there are different types of coaches. You have general life coaching. Right now, that's what I provide. I am willing to meet with any client on anything they want to work on. It's very broad and some people need that because they're not really sure what they want to work on. Or hell, I would love to work with the same person on many different aspects instead of going and finding someone that works on only certain areas and having to get to know different people over and over again. So there are many different benefits to having a general life coach. You would just think of a general life coach as someone or one person that can help you in all areas of your life. There are also other coaches that focus on only one thing. We call it niching down. So there are weight loss coaches. 
There are business coaches, you know, that only help you with the business part of your life, helping you start a business or maybe scale. And with the weight loss, there are ones that only focus on the mindset and you have to decide, you know, how you eat and all of that. There are other weight loss coaches that help you with just your meal planning. So getting to know the coaches and exactly what they provide and how they do their sessions and what you get out of it is really important because there's not one size fit all. There are relationship coaches, some that focus only on friendships, some that focus on relationships in general. And then there are coaches that only focus on marriages or sex coaches. Like there's different avenues there as well. So all in all, anything you can think of, there's probably a coach for that. And while we're on this topic of many different coaches, I'd like to hit on something that I believe is a myth, but can often be talked about in the field in that Uh, The coaching space is very much saturated. Um, It's thought that there are just too many coaches and everyone's a coach now and all that. And I actually think the opposite. I think that every single person could be a coach because we all have different experiences and we all have something that we can help someone else with, right? If every person was a coach, I still believe we would not have enough coaches (laughs) because in my opinion, every coach should have a coach. I can't be out here screaming from the rooftop that coaching is amazing, it'll change your life, it'll push you forward and help you reach your goals. And yet I don't have my own coach. And also every coach, even if they run their business exactly how I do, if we had the same type of business, like if I'm a mindset coach and you're a mindset coach, there would never be two coaches exactly alike because we're all different human beings. We all come from different walks of life. We have different experiences. We're from different ethnic backgrounds. We have different understandings of different people. We see people in a different lens. We have different beliefs, like the list goes goes on on how it would be completely impossible to have two coaches coach the same exact way and also be helpful for the same exact people. So I just want to take a moment to debunk that myth that the coaching space is saturated, it's too many of us, because I feel like we need more and more. Coaching has changed my life for the better. It has allowed me to see so much power in myself. And I feel like if we all were able to receive that and able to, to grasp that about ourselves, we would, of course, show up so powerfully where we are. And I feel like innately, we all, at least most people, really want to help other people in some kind of way, shape, form, and fashion. It may not be in the quote-unquote coaching space, but in some way, we like to give back. So there can never, ever, ever be enough coach. But back to the topic at hand. I also want to point out real quick that there's a difference between coaches and uh, they may call strategists or consultants and therapists. So when I first learned about coaching and was trying to differentiate it from therapy itself, one explanation that I received that was awesome and it helped me really see the difference between coaching and therapy is that therapy focuses a lot on the past. I do feel like there's a time and space for that. I spent many years in therapy, but it focuses on the past, on healing the past and and working through those old wounds. Whereas in coaching, it's very much focused on the future, creating something new, working on your mindset to get through blocks and Uh, mindset shifts that you currently have. And it doesn't mean that the past doesn't come up in coaching because it will, especially as you're working through, you know, breaking down old belief systems and things like that. But it's by no means the focus of your coaching session. And so it's really important to understand this because if you're in a space where you've not yet addressed or healed from past traumas 
or old wounds and they're very much still present, then maybe therapy is something that's more appropriate for you at this time. And then there's a confusion between a coach versus consultant and strategist. When I first decided that I wanted to help people in this space and was trying to choose the way I would do that, and I decided, oh, I want to become a coach, I really wanted to understand the big difference between those two. And I asked a couple of friends that I knew in in different groups, and they really had some good definitions that I'm just going to steal and share here so that you can better understand. So that when you are deciding uh, you're going to hire someone, whether it be a coach or strategist, you'll make the appropriate decision for yourself. So some of the differences are a coach believes the client have the answer within them and it's completely client-led. So your, your coaching sessions for the most part with a coach, especially the kind of coaching I do as well, is very much client-led in, in that you decide for yourself what the answer is to the powerful questions that we ask and things like that. Whereas the consultant is an expert in a certain field and offers the answers and guidance to the client. I've met with those like, you know, maybe a consultant with a certain business that I'm doing and they've already done that. They're expert in that field. They know what has worked for them. They're going to share, you know, those steps or tell me, well, this is how you do this. Uh, For example, I've taken a a course on digital course creation and that's what that was. It was like, this is the framework that I use, follow it and you will be successful. Another point would be a coach helps you to come up with your own ideas and answers. So again, helping you to go with whereas a consultant gives you ideas and answers from their own expertise. I will say that many interchange the two. I have had calls with consultants that are very much coach-driven, like they it was more of a coaching session. And then I've met with coaches, kind of told me what the, to do the entire session, which is not, wasn't really what I was expecting. So um, there's definitely a gray area there, and that's why it's important to choose someone that fits your vibe, they match your energy, and that they're going to help you in a way that you best see fit for yourself. And so now that you know the difference between therapy, having a coach, um, a strategist slash consultant, you may be wondering, hmm, should I hire one? And I am a coach, so I'm going to speak specifically about that so you can make a sound decision on if you should hire a coach. So why would you want to hire a coach? Our brains are designed to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and do less work. So it's completely normal that your mind is your own worst enemy when it comes to doing something new, like pushing yourself and deciding to do what you planned long after the initial excitement that was there when you made that plan is gone. So, hey, you know, when we first decide we're going to do something, we're super excited, we're ready to go, um, what they may call quote unquote motivation, which never stays long, right? Like eventually we get hit with reality. It's not fun. It's hard work. And we no longer want to do that, which essentially means that for most of us, our most difficult battles are going to be with ourselves. And hiring a coach is an amazing investment because our sole jobs are to see you outside of yourself. We're asking powerful questions to help you discover those parts about you that you weren't even aware of. We help you gain insight on very deep questions like, you know, what do you want? Like when was the last time that someone really asked you, hey, what do you want? Like really? And legit sat there until you really came up with that answer for yourself. It typically doesn't happen, right? We're living busy lives and that's not even the way people are typically thinking. It's very superficial in a lot of our interactions. What do you want to create? We forget that we are creating this life of ours. Many of us are living very passively or living by default, whereas you could totally be living by design. What do you want to create for yourself, for your family, for your everyday interactions, for the value that you bring into the world? 
And another powerful question that comes up in coaching sessions, what are you currently doing that is not serving you? When have you been asked that? Like, whoa, I am actually doing a few things that's not serving me. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Where do you want to see growth? What areas do you want to grow in? What do you want to work on for you, for yourself, for your future? And one of my favorite questions I like to ask is, if you knew that you would succeed and everything would work out, what would you be doing right now? This is a great question because it addresses our own imposter syndromeness. That part of us that's hiding because of fear and other negative emotions that we don't necessarily want to feel. So these are just a few questions that may come up in your coaching session. And when is the last time that you asked these questions of yourself and you really sat with them until you came up with an answer? Like that just a alone, having that time and space to really ask yourself those super deep questions from a person who's non-judgmental, who is there for you. Oftentimes we have friends that are busy, the people in our lives, they have their own things going on and we don't want to lay our burdens down on them. We don't want to really put a lot of pressure on them to hold space for us. Or maybe we're scared to ask for that, or maybe it feels uncomfortable. But when you have invested in yourself with a coach, that is our responsibility. And so it's an investment investment that you create for yourself so that you can really take that time, you know, that hour once a week is typically what it is. And it can look differently depending on who you're working with, but really sitting down intentionally, taking that time to ask those questions so you can find those answers within yourself to create the life that you really want to live. Whereas boom, 10 years gone by and we're just living the same way every day because we hadn't taken the time to stop and ask ourselves. So hiring a coach is really important because they're going to help you see you outside of your everyday living. Another benefit to hiring a coach I've kind of touched on already, but I'll go into a little deeper is it's time just for you. When I was going to therapy, when I first started going, I think probably, I don't know, it's probably 20 or something. Um, my favorite part with my first real therapist that I spent a few years with was I just had space to sit and talk and vent and get it all out. Honestly, there was, looking back, there was no real agenda to these sessions, but I looked forward to them so much because at that time, I just had so much going on and was just trying to figure out so much for myself. And she held space for me. She asked questions and I just talked. And I think she picked up very quickly that I just wanted to vent. At that time, I wasn't really trying to create something. I wasn't even sure what I needed. And I feel like being able to go there and vent helped me to tap into myself a little more, but there wasn't much going on other than me letting out what I'd held in for two weeks. I would go to her every two weeks, but that was my favorite part of that. It's like, okay, here is an hour that is just for me. I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. And so I find that even investing in a coach, this is an amazing benefit to that because you have, again, invested in yourself. This person is being paid to show up for you and it's to focus on you, not your to-do list, not your family, what your children may need this week, what are you cooking for dinner, your career, what's happening there, what expectations are are being placed on you there, uh, how are you showing up for your spouse, what are you doing in your personal life, are you volunteering, do you have this and that to do, filling up your calendar, it's just 
too. And especially as women and mothers, we lack in this area for most of us. So if nothing else, creating that time just for you and being guided to really look within, I mean, that's worth its weight in gold. And you are worth that. If it means that we need to pay someone to carve out that time for ourselves because we won't do it for ourselves, do it. You're worth that time and you would be amazed at what just one hour a week will do for your mind, your body, your soul, because it's all interconnected. I like to look at it as it's like an amazing hot bubble bath with the best scenery for your mind. That feeling you get when you are just soaking and just relaxing, like that's how I look at coaching. I feel so... You know, not that some sessions aren't very hard because you get pushed and you have to push yourself beyond your limits and you may hear things that you don't want to hear. But oftentimes, whatever comes out of the coaching session is exactly what I needed. Even when I went into the session with a different thought or a different expectation, I left with exactly what I needed. Another benefit is coaches help you see your own blind spot. You have your own biases paradigms and stories that you're telling yourself that you've told yourself your entire life where they seem to be fat many of those have been great because they got you where you are today but they will be the same things that prevent you from evolving and getting to that next level because we had to change first in order to see change you know to reach our goal we have to be that person before we start doing what is required to reach those goals so As a coach, we're going to challenge you in many different ways. We're going to tell you what your partner, bestie, mama, daddy, mentor, Sherry, whomever, they won't tell you. We're going to tell you those things that you need to hear that no one else either isn't paying attention to or they're not comfortable letting you know. And if they did let you know, would you listen? Probably not. We are being paid to help you up level. So we are essentially already being given permission from you ahead of time to call you out on your shit and help you move forward. Ironically, I think this is why so many of us, and I've been in this same space, have avoided hiring a coach because we now have to be accountable once we do that. We have no excuses and the excuses that we have told ourselves up until this point are not going to work for our coach. They're going to see straight through that. And so what does that mean? That means that you now have to really show up. You now have to jump into that discomfort of evolving. And all of the negative feelings that come up when we're pushing ourselves to change will come up and they're not fun. But that is where true change happens. However, many of us want change and want to evolve. But again, we don't want to go through the discomfort. So I hope all of that gave you a really good overview of what coaching is, what the differences are between coaching and having a consultant or going to therapy and why you should hire one and how it could benefit you. I specifically created this episode because, you know, of course, as I'm building my relationship with people and learning how I can best serve them, I'm often asked what a coaching relationship looks like with me. So I'm going to share that with you all. I provide life coaching for people who want to overcome obstacles that are getting in the way of them reaching certain goals that they've maybe created recently or they've been working towards forever. I also help my clients decide and create the life they want, decide the answers to the questions of what do they want in this life, what is important to them, how do they want to show up in their family, like those really deep questions that we really should know ahead of time so that we can make moves that align with those answers. So I'm helping my clients overcome obstacles. I'm helping them create something new, accomplish goals that they are either creating now or they've created in the past. And the way I approach my coaching practice is I genuinely believe that my clients 
clients already have the answer within. Those deep-seated answers and directions and insights, like you already have that, but you may have not tapped into those just yet. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't guide or I don't offer insight because I do. And I think for myself as a client in my coaching sessions, those are really awesome because I get to see things from a different perspective. But I ensure that my sessions are very much centered around my client who already has that inner wisdom and just needs help tapping into that to get the answers that they need in order to you know, overcome those obstacles that life throws at them and they've had trouble overcoming. And my clients, they want to live intentionally. They want to accomplish things. Sessions with me are hourly. They're virtually in a very quiet, uninterrupted space. And my relationship with you as my client is like any other relationship that you're going to have with anybody else. I'm going to focus solely on you, ask questions you've not been asked before, and help you go deeper Go deeper than you probably ever had, which means it's going to be discomfort. But also on the other side of discomfort is always what we're after. And that's why I chose to be a coach because I've had such powerful transformation in my coaching sessions. Somewhere right in the session, I got such amazing, deep insight that I was moved to tears. And others where it was powerful, but I didn't get the insight till later. Like I was thinking later about it. And sometimes they build upon each other. The more you do this, the more you show up for yourself, the more insight comes to you. Because for many of us, myself included, we have learned through self-protection, we've blocked so much of our inner wisdom. We used to be in tune to that. But life, circumstances, experiences, we've learned to step away from that and disconnect. And so these coaching sessions help you to tap back into what your mind, what your inner wisdom already knows. And I think it's really important to point out us having our own inner wisdom. In the sessions that I've been in as a client where coaches have told me what to do, or they've given me their own thoughts more than they've listened to my own and helped me to listen to my own wisdom, I never really walked away with having a deep inner knowing of my answer or even the direction you know, of what I wanted to go with. Their information and their answers may have sounded great and I may have felt like really good about it, but it always led me back to confusion because for me, when I'm doing something because someone else said to, it never clicks 100%. But when I have the own my own insight and I know why I'm doing something and it's totally connected to me, I can stick with it. It's It gives me a more compelling why to keep going. And so that's why I find it very powerful to always focus on what you already know and just may not know how to get out of yourself. And I'm sure that my thoughts around coaching and how I do my practice will evolve over time. And that's what I love about it as well. It is not anything specific, anything concrete. We make what we want of it. And as you as a client, you also do the same. As you grow and get more in tune with yourself, your needs are going to change. Your goals are going to change. The way you do life is going to change. So it's this evolvement of everyone, the client, the coach, everyone involved. And with that, I'm going to wrap the session up. This has been so fun explaining the differences and just taking the time to really break down what a coach is, because I feel like this is what I'm asked so much since the beginning of my coaching practice and rightfully so. It's very much still a new field for most people. And honestly, I would say maybe 95% of people I interact with have never even heard of coaching. So if this is you, it's totally normal. And after hearing this and you're feeling like maybe, you know, you do 
want to hire a coach or look into it and maybe you think you might benefit from having a coach or at least experiencing what it would be like, I would love to offer you a gifted session just for listening to this episode so that you can understand what it's like getting real-time experience with being in a session with me and it's no strings attached. So there's really nothing to lose here and so much to gain. Definitely reach out and let me know that you're interested. And if you have friends that have talked about coaching or you think that might benefit from understanding the difference between coaching and other modalities, please send them this episode. I would really appreciate it. So this week's mom shout out is very special for me. I actually wasn't sure I'd ever be able to do this because she's very much quiet and very much behind the scenes, but she gave me permission and I'm really excited to share. This week, I get to shout out my one and only sister, Renisa Phillips, the most beautifulest, kind-hearted person I literally have ever met. And I'm not joking, y'all. If you know her, she goes by Nini, you know that there is not a soul alive more sweet than she. Like last week, she got a little attitudeish with me and I was like, oop, <laughs> I was thrown off, right? But I'm just so grateful for her and I wanted to shout her out because when I think of a mother that has been from day one, 100% focused on raising their child with love, she's exactly who I think of. The amount of patience this woman has, I've never seen in my entire life. I strive to have the patience that she does. And my nephew, who is 10, has more energy than any kid I've ever met. I mean, he should be on payroll at my house because he keeps my younger two going and going and going. And when we take him to events like co-ops and things like that, they all say the same. Like, oh my gosh, he has so much energy. He's keeping such and such so busy. Thank you. Like, I'm pretty sure we all owe Dyson some coins. But with that being said, again, she has the most patience I've ever seen in my life. And not only with him, she is an amazing auntie to all four of my children. When y'all think, how is Regina doing X, Y, Z? Uh, my sister, she is the one of the main folks in my life that is always here for me. And I really appreciate that. I know how important it is to have a community. And I could honestly say that without my sister, there would be no podcast. There would be no me building my life coaching practice while also working like she comes through. There would be no time for my husband and I to get out and get away. Like, I'm just so grateful for her for many things. When we talk about aunties, like they literally are the village that keep us as mothers afloat. So if you have a sister, if you have your children or child has an aunt, please reach out to them. Let them know you appreciate them. You love them because they are doing the work, okay, with kids that are not even there. And it's just been so awesome to see her grow into the woman she's been. I appreciate you, Nini. And again, I wanted to shout her out, her out just as a reminder to us to thank the women in our lives that are helping us with our children that don't have to be. Just because she's my sister doesn't mean she has to do anything for me. So if there's a woman in your life, please thank them. And also I wanted to point out how we can learn from other mothers, even if they're younger than us, right? Like I'm the oldest sister. And so there's a lot of belief around like the oldest always being right or having it together. But I learned so much from my younger sister. And with that, I just want to shout you out, girl. Let you know I love you. I appreciate you through and through. You always come through. I am just forever grateful. Thank you for showing me what patience looks like. 
something I am always working on, <laughs> and just how much we could really be in tune with our children for real. Like she is focused, she is loving, she is kind, and she is patient. So when y'all are thinking about patience and love and how to do more of that, think of my sister, know that it can be done. I see it on a daily basis. Okay, so the audio here is probably going to suck. I am at a coffee shop, I'm editing this, and I realized that I never put in what my sister said achievement looked like to her. And I have to include that for sure. So here it goes. When I asked Nene what achievement looked like to her, this is what she said. To me, it's putting your mind to things that you wanna do and stay focused on that no matter the setbacks or the struggle. And no matter what people say, keep going until you achieve it. Now y'all can see why I had to include it. So carry on, have a blessed one. That wraps up this week. I hope you found value. Please share with a mom friend, subscribe and leave a review this helps this podcast to get into the minds of those who need it most i would love to hear what you think about the episode find me on instagram and facebook at moms who achieve looking forward to chatting with you next week take care